Chesapeake Offshore Sailing Services, helping sailors win the hardest race, the race to the starting line. Hi everybody, this is Brian Barone here from Chesapeake Offshore Sailing Services with your podcast, Offshore Sailing Today. Uh, now today in the podcast, we're going to discuss the current Golden Globe race that's happening right now. Uh, this uh, is a very unique race in the sailing world in that it is a n- solo, non-stop circumnavigation that is being completed in boats of a similar style to those that would have hap- participated in the original Golden Globe race uh, just exactly 50 years ago. Um, this is an event that has drawn entrance from all over the world. Uh, we have French, we have Russian, we have uh, Great Britain, we have uh, two Americans, although they are actually Americans from, uh, one is from Hungary originally and one is from Palestine originally, um, and really just folks from all over the globe. Uh, they are start was on July 1st and so they've been going for a little while now originally 18 entrants uh, the boats that they're sailing uh, range from 32 feet to 36 feet uh, as per the requirements for the race uh, all of these boats are full keel boats with an attached rudder uh, again in keeping with the style of boats that were used in the original Golden Globe race Uh, As if that wasn't enough, uh, these folks are also using only the uh, electronic type equipment and that would have been available during the original race. So basically, um, sorry, not electronic, they really have very few electronics. The navigation equipment is similar to what they would have used back then. So everyone is doing dead reckoning. Everyone is using a sextant, um, and that's how these folks are getting around the world. There are no electronic autopilots. All of the autopilots are uh, wind-vane, self-steering-type autopilots. So this is a real throwback race, um, a real unique race. And uh, I don't know, generally, I I just like the idea of it. I mean... Ocean racing, even uh, in some of the more amateur events, has become a an extremely high dollar endeavor. Uh, the racing that we've done over the years has been on boats that you know costs hundreds to many hundreds of thousands of dollars. Uh, you know, ten thousand dollars per sail, that kind of thing. Um, obviously, not all ocean races are done at, at that high level, but it's not cheap let's just say uh now these type of boats um again no laminate sails they're all dacron sails it's all the original technology so while no circumnavigation is going to be a cost effective endeavor uh it'd be hard to imagine a more cost effective circumnavigation race than the golden globe and that's opened it up to a lot of adventurers uh sailors that may not have been able to get into some of the larger races um and that's in it's the spirit of adventure that i like this is not a profession these are people that are just putting it all out there and going for it so uh, a little bit of an update um like i said these guys have been going for about 18 days now uh we've already seen some folks drop out we've seen some folks 
who have lost the non-stop component of their circumnavigation. Uh, I believe we have three boats that have stopped uh, for repairs. Um, in some instances, in two of those three instances, uh, we had problems with wind vane self-steering devices uh, not being able to control the boats appropriately. Um, and in one case, uh, I believe there was a little bit of an issue with the wind vane but really, uh, from reading the reports, uh, the skipper that was involved uh, just needed mentally and physically needed a break. Uh, you know, some of these folks have not slept in days, um, and the folks that had not been able to get their wind vane self steering functioning properly have been hand steering for you know days and days on end. Uh, extremely stressful on the body, extremely hard mentally. Um, you know, if you know anything at all about sleep deprivation, you're going to know that after a few days of that, they're pretty much, to, to my mind, uh, these folks are not in their right mind. If you go without sleep for too long, you start hearing things, you start seeing things, and you become a danger to yourself and others. So uh, for those folks that couldn't get their wind vane self-steering, Working properly is probably a very wise decision to uh, stop and get things functioning well. Um, so, uh, as you might expect, the lead in this race is currently held by um, the Frenchman. Uh, they, if you know anything at all, if you followed anything related to offshore sailing or especially circumnavigating and uh, single-handed sailing, the French are all over it, as usual. They they really... Uh, something about the French, uh, they, they gravitate toward that kind of endeavor. And they sail fast. They are tough. They are difficult competitors to race against. And as expected, they are at the front of the pack. Uh, boat speeds downwind right now. Um, you know, it's a funny thing to look at a tracker for a race like this because if you're used to following some of the other more modern races, uh, you know, the boat speeds that they're, they're hitting are, um, you know, they're very slow by any other comparison, as you would imagine. Um, so, you know, we're looking at downwind sailing right now at about eight knots. That's pretty fast for some of these boats. Um, you know, with that full keel, they just they just literally can't get out of their own way in terms of um, digging a hole in the in the water. And so, eight knots is a uh, is a pretty good clip. Uh, most of the boats, uh, I would say, a large percentage of the boats are of a design called a Rustler Thirty Six. Um, generally, one of the fastest boats of that design, as you'd imagine, it's rated uh, a lot faster than some of the other boats. If you look at sort of the standard perf rating or any of the other systems that they're rated in, though I don't think that there are many of these things that are rated in for uh, any more modern racing. Um, and so the Rustlers are doing well, but there are other boats out there that are smaller. There's a 32-footer that is pacing very well. So I don't think in this type of a race it's going to be the boat alone that is the distinguishing factor. Uh, it's mental endurance. It's physical endurance and the ability and will to push that boat uh, when you yourself are basically falling apart at the seams from exhaustion. Um, so we're going to see uh, in this race more than others, frankly, uh, a real test of mental and physical strength. 
you know, as, as folks have had uh, criticisms of uh, more recent races, uh, it's these boat the, the, the recent boats are very fast. So if you look at the time required to circumnavigate in a 60 footer, a modern 60 footer, um, it's a heck of a lot faster than on a 36 foot full keel boat. Um, which is not to say that it takes any less skill clearly running modern boats at the speed um, and with the power in those sail plans that they have it's again also a monumental task but when you're slow you are undoubtedly subject to more whims of the weather you know a big fast open boat or, or open 60 type boat um, it can move around weather systems. It can skirt weather systems. It can outrun weather systems. A 36-foot full keel with an attached rudder can neither outrun or outmaneuver any form of weather. So this is truly in the old school. These guys have got to look at the you know general conditions um, that could be expected. You know, for instance, through pilot charts in a certain area of the world in a certain time. Um, and other than that. They're at the mercy of the weather. So again, uh, just that's just a little bit of an introduction to the Golden Globe race. Uh, I know that some single-handed folks out there might have a, a real keen interest. Some folks that like these type of boats might have a keen interest in the race. I would highly recommend that you uh, go download your Yellow Brick app. Um, Yellow Brick, if you're not aware, is the tracking um, software and tracking units that are put on the boats uh, in pretty much all modern ocean races uh, that can tell you in real time, more or less, uh, where the boats are, how fast they're going, and you know what's going on. Um, so yeah, download the Yellow Brick, check out the race, um, check out the personalities of some of the people that are involved in the race. Uh, because if you look at the backstory on some of these folks, you know these are these are interesting people. These are people that rose to a challenge. Um, you know, maybe they're never looking for anything more of a career in sailing than just doing this one challenge. Uh, and again, that to me is also in the spirit of of adventure, the spirit of the original race. Um, in terms of how tough solo circumnavigating is, even just solo ocean racing, uh, there was a retirement uh, recently of a gentleman who is climb Mount Everest not once but I believe three times uh, and he retired from the race said solo ocean racing is not for me I'm selling the boat so if that can tell you anything at all about how tough this really is and what kind of a sport ocean racing really is um, it, it tells you something so uh, again, Golden Globe Race, check it out. Check out their website, and uh, I think you won't be disappointed. Even if you're a little bit disillusioned with uh, some of the the dollar figures and the pomp and circumstance that goes along with the, the more modern races, uh, this may just be your cup of tea. Uh, I love it. I'm watching it, and uh, you should too. So thanks for listening, and we'll give you a little bit more on the Golden Globe and maybe do a, a little bit of a... Um, uh, a little bit of a discussion on some of the different interesting people that are doing this race and as well as the race leaders and uh, we'll talk to you next time thanks a lot